0: It's nine in the morning. Pretty, pretty <laughs> sexy.
1: <laughs> are you in, are you in Portugal or Spain right now?
0: Pete's, pizza the one in Spain. We're trying to get him on. I'm, I'm actually in, uh, uh, San Diego area, Carlsbad, California, oh. Southern California right now. Oh, okay. Oh, that makes more sense. Yeah.
1: So what time is it for it's a little, uh, what time is it for him? It's, it's late, all- late at night. Right. Yeah. Uh,
2: Five or six o'clock.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's evening for him. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. Are you from like born? Ra- I should get the to this on the show, but are you born and raised in uh, in the states there, like in California, or did you are you did you move there?
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I grew up. I mostly lived in California, and uh, as an adult, started moving around. But we've been in in Portland, Oregon, for uh, twenty two years. Oh yeah.
1: That's all, all that area. When I go out that way, it reminds me of here. Like it seems to be an easy adjustment from Southern Ontario, like not Toronto, but like the rest of us, it seems like an easy adjustment for me as a Canadian to go to California. Have you found that? Have you been? Yeah.
0: In- I mean, no. <laughs> it's an adjustment. When no, you so, yeah, it's it has it still is. I mean, San Diego area, it's like oh, you know, I guess San Diego, yeah, that's, mild and sunny most of the year,
1: yeah, yeah, weather wise. I, I see, yeah, but like, I mean, the people yeah. and the uh, kind of like the diversity of, I guess it's like what it's like we are in the summer, that's sure. Cause you have the same like kind of crops and same like yeah
0: a- attitude. yeah dude it's a little you know yeah yeah for sure for sure the Pacific Northwest in particular is I don't know I, I think like it's a... fairly fairly unique to the U S yeah
2: it's pretty chill
0: it's pretty chill yeah and it's West Coast everything West Coast U S like I don't know man I I, I don't think U S wise there not there aren't many places I'd move to that aren't on the west coast. They yeah,
1: know. no I feel that. It's the east coast has that same thing that we have in Ontario and Quebec. It's just that pace that's like nightmarish. Yeah. You know? Yeah, totally. And, and and people are just climbing over each other all the time to get everywhere. You know? Right. Right. Where it seems like, you know, even though you have like congestion and traffic on and like all that craziness on the west coast, it's still like the people are chill. Like the and that's same with BC, the same with if you're on that side of the mountains, everything's pretty cool,
0: yeah, 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 there's a more general I don't know well a it's all- generally uh chill vibe it, it, you know it's intense, but I gotta tell you, driving down here from Oregon to Southern California, there were sections of the drive where it was like. How are we not all dying right now? Like everybody's <laughs> doing, everybody's doing 90, you know, and, yeah. and it's dark and there's trucks and man, there was a section of the drive where I was like, how how are we not in a 50 car pile up right now? There's so <laughs> many idiots on the road.
1: Yeah. I feel that way more and more <laughs> as time goes on. Uh, and yeah, I used, right? you know what? You used to think it was like a old person behind the wheel. And, I know. And now you we, look at it as like a, a teenager. Drive yeah, like the yeah, yeah. Okay, is that well, better for well,
2: you no, no i'll just because oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. you want me to face this way right
1: okay i just want you whichever way is going to work better for you no that works that works where it was Then we'll just keep yeah, it like yeah. that okay i'm sorry i'm sorry tim
0: where's our spaniard
1: yeah where is our spaniard jamie do you have any oh, uh, I... updates on him because we can actually um probably get going uh this has kind of been like a cold open anyway. And then we'll just go, t- uh, I'll, I'll do the thing we do. And then if uh, Pete comes in during the show, then we just uh, yeah. include him. Does that sound good?
0: Yeah. Maybe I'll give this as a signal if he messages me. All right. With a positive, he'd be the fourth. And I, oh, Unless that's that too conceptual. So nice. Hey, here we go. Really? Yeah, he's coming. All right.
3: Yeah, bro. You hear me? You see me? Whatever me. Hey, there right. we all are. There he is. Yeah. Yes,
1: yes. Welcome. Right. We have the whole. It seems like a whole world together, almost. At least half of it, right? <laughs> so we got to morning, afternoon, and night. Um so uh welcome to, we're all uh nice to meet you, uh Pete. I'm Pete.
3: You too, Pete. Nice to meet you, man.
1: Yeah, uh thanks for joining us. Uh we were just uh chatting a little bit, getting familiar with each other, and uh, now we're gonna do this thing. Uh if I can work it out, this thing that we do to start our show, uh that we call the theme song. Is that all right? Yeah. Let's do it it's here. Let's
3: do it, man. <laughs>
1: everybody to the dutch hall we're coming to you live from the pool shed in pine grove ontario for episode 445 believe it or not 445 times we have done this stupid thing and this time, we have roped two people from different parts of the planet, and one person who was from here but had to come back here on a long journey today. <laughs> That's right. And uh, I'm very happy to have them in, all first-timers, all Dutch Hall virgins, and uh, they're here to promote a podcast. Which is a really uh, interesting concept, especially for a guy like me from uh, f- from Southern Ontario. Uh, the The hip is really was really a band that was pivotal, pivot, pivotal, pivotal. Is that right? That's right. Pivotal to a kid That's like right. me. It came up at the right time. They were like hitting at the same time that I was getting in to be in the uh, awesomest part of my life, you know. And these guys, two of these fellas, have. N- no such experience at all one of these fellas would have a very similar one and the idea of the podcast is to let these two guys understand what us two guys feel about this band and uh so i introduce myself yet jamie yeah you haven't really no oh well i'll start off by introducing myself i am the host of the show and two time you're supposed to say two time two time there you go president's club award winner pete van dyke uh, no applause, no applause And our guest today, um, the one that's come from Waterford, Ontario He's a he's a Waterford native That's right uh, Norfolk County boy, but he's moved to the big city and he's uh, made a life for himself First time here in the Dutch Hall, ladies and gentlemen, say hello to Jamie Dew, everybody Jamie Dew It is great to be back There you go Great to be back to Norfolk, you mean? Great to be back in Ontario's garden. Oh, yes. Thank, yes. You, thank you. Shout out to us. And our guests, and you're going to have to help me, Jamie, on the last names here. That's right. I will. From San Diego, California, uh, is Tim Lion, Tim Lion. everybody. Oh, I'll take it. Yeah. it. yeah. Happy there. to
0: be here. Thanks for having me.
1: Thank you, Tim. And coming t- from malaga spain malaga spain this is pete from spain he doesn't have a last name <laughs> yes of course he does Marchica, pete marchica everybody pete marchica thank you
3: my middle name is is,
1: is from spain what's your middle name
3: from Spain. <laughs> oh, no joke. I'm joking. I'm from. Yes.
1: You know, actually, I have a <laughs> I have a nephew, and his middle name. His name is. This is seriously. His name is Adrian Adventure Petoski, and like it's just so he could go around. His parents named on that so he could tell people my my adventure is my middle name. <laughs> right. Is that wow. Real? I love what? it. That's, That's my totally nephew. Real. That's real. That's wow. my nephew. Like that's, that is cool. Like you, you want to get named. It's like, uh, your parents just made you James Bond. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. it is you cool as shit. You no, know, this kid's got to live up to that middle name. He's got to live life. Yeah. Right.
2: Yeah. Hopefully he's not
1: trepidatious of everything. Yeah. What if he's just like an accountant? You
0: know? <laughs> <laughs> Then he'll probably be cooking the books. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, the name like adventure, you know, that's a, that's just a gift. That's a gift from your parents so uh i want I, I hope so yeah yeah i hope so or curse or curse um i wanted to say the band we're talking about is tragically hip that's right the band uh that uh if you the tra- tragically is from kingston ontario and for some reason the tragically hip have been a band that have uh made it in Canada. They were enormous in Canada, but as much as we tried to explain them to the rest of the world, the rest of the world just didn't get them. No. Would you agree with that, Jamie?
2: I would agree with that. And uh, these two are the avatars for the rest of the world.
1: Yeah. And is there a a band uh, either in the United States or in Spain that you would say would be like a band that is beloved in your country, but the rest of the world doesn't get it, you know.
3: Ooh, Tim, you want to take that one for the U.S.? Oof, tough we, one. Yeah, that is a tough um, one for
1: U.S. Actually.
3: Yeah.
0: Oy, yeah. I have no idea. Because I feel gonna gonna like if to, you break, I'm going to have to do some homework. I feel like if
2: you break in the U.S. Part of that breaking in the U S is breaking internationally.
1: Yeah. Like the rest of the world will like what you guys like. There's not much that you guys unless unless there's some guy like, uh, you know, like, uh, what's the name of that fella? He's like, uh, you know, uh, uh, proud to be an American or like the, they were like, uh, one of those country guys who were really like patriotic and, uh, over the top. That might be a little bit. That's the country singer. What's his name? That might be too much for like people outside the States
3: yeah that's true no I know what you're saying it, you know it, what's the
1: guy's name the big yeah I know who you, you mean, know what I mean see that's what I mean we're from Canada we don't know the guy's we're name like denim <laughs> Uh yeah we got tons of them you
3: know how about Spain you know there's a band here called Los Planetas which translates to the planets if you will and uh, it, you know they're extremely popular I mean they've got like there's a couple of the members have spinoff bands. I mean, you can't can't go to any corner of this country and not know somebody who knows Los Planetas. And they're like started as an indie rock band, sort of like I guess you'd say the hipted. But um but yeah, dude, outside of if you mention Los Planetas outside of Spain, nobody knows what you're talking about. Yeah.
1: yeah. I've never heard of them. Yeah. yeah.
3: I know well, I know that the
1: tragically hip themselves were friends with the band the Rio Statics out of England. Because they had the same issue as them. They were huge in, in uh, England, but the Re- rest of the world. Reostatics are from Oh, no, not real statics. Stereophonics. stereophonics. I always say those bands wrong. Ah, yeah. Stere- oh, I was about to correct. You. Yes, I apologize. Real Statics actually opened for the hip, I yeah. remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. But the uh, Stereophonics. And so they'd always, if they came out with an album the hip would give an album to the stereophonics stereophonics would give an album to the hips when they came up with a new one because they had this mutual like kind of like uh, you know like sister cities and stuff like that it was like the same thing but yeah. they were like sister bands you know yeah, i feel
2: like the last time stereophonics played in toronto it was post score dying and they
1: played a hip song yeah that would make huge sense and i
2: didn't but i didn't know that there was that connection
1: i just thought they were just doing a tribute to oh no they were big fans of it like big fans That's of really each cool. other and they both had the same thing they could never break in the states and they were like huge in their own countries and even in canada the stereophonics didn't really make too remember, much of a splash i but, just
2: remember that have a nice day song
1: yeah i like that band actually yeah. but
0: i can I, only think of bands from the u.s that have done well outside of the u.s you know, like bigger tours outside the
3: U S but There's there are a band. ton, there are a ton of like Canadian bands that like have, have broken through too. I mean, for Christ's sake, you got Neil Young, you've got yeah. uh, Alanis, you've got, um, right. Brian uh, Adams, right. Nickelback. You know? Nickelback. Yeah. Rush. That
0: one yeah. band rush.
3: Is yeah, that yeah. what they're called? Yeah. Rush. Yeah. yeah. Jeez, I mean, how, how, I mean, one of the greatest bands of all time. <laughs> yeah. It's a real crowd splitter rush.
1: I agree because I've never
2: it is. I was never a Rush guy.
1: If you don't, if you like Rush, you really like Rush, big time. I think it's like Bruce Springsteen. You know, Bruce yeah. Springsteen. The guys that like Bruce. They love Bruce. Like they
0: really like. Him. Oh my gosh! Yeah, we yeah. we have a good friend who who follows Bruce, and I just yeah, they're like they yeah, follow. You like, Oh, God! God bless Michelle.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I have my my uh, my cousin's husband is like that. He traveled. He's traveled all around to. To see Bruce, eh? And he knows him like, like it just, it means so much to him. I I envy that about him, but I just don't get it. Yeah. It just doesn't hit me. I
2: like, I like Springsteen, but I'm not, I wouldn't do a follow, like a follow along or.
1: Yeah, you're in camp too. Like, uh, either you love him or you're like, oh, he's the butt, you know, he's good. Like, I, I like, uh, I like a couple, you know,
0: I like it enough. It's just fine. There's, there's lots of
3: there's lots of bands I would go see perform
0: live if I got a free ticket. And
3: I, I yeah, I got free tickets to see Springsteen. That's the only reason I saw him. But but yeah. back in the day, I, I was t- I think we told this on the pod, right? I may have mentioned it on the pod when we did some when we recorded. But back in the day, when I started playing in bands, like you know, 25 years ago, you, it, you were if you were a Rush fan, you were closeted like and i'm not even like joking like in the u.s like if you liked rush and you had rush records you were closeted you didn't talk about it i remember i was playing in a band with a guy named jason hirsch and he was our bass player and we played in the band for like seven or eight months and then one day I went over to his house and it was like i found a bunch of porno mags in his <laughs> corner like he's like he's like yeah dude i i like rush and like the same was for zappa and i was like dude it's it's cool man this is a safe
1: space. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I have a huge, like, I have a huge uh, kit set up in the closet. I drummed a Neil pair the time, you know, <laughs> 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 that's that funny, man. But that is, it was kind of that there was like, you just you yeah. didn't know if you're, cause it, he, they split the room. You either love it. Like people hated rush or they loved rush, you know, even in Canada, oh. even in Canada, they're hardcore i don't get it you know i think some it's, it might be musicians though too musicians like rush right because they're they're technical yeah i technical. mean because you
3: just the get the, the work of like the musicianship is like the fact that getty lee can can play is multi-instrumentalist on stage and singing it's just fucking stupid yeah like and you know it's like they, uh, sorry.
1: it's like radiohead too eh? Right? like radiohead like uh if the musicians get them more than the non-musicians would you say that's true i
0: don't think so i think i think rush had a special kind of nerd you know like if you ever knew like a group of kids that played D D. Yeah, yeah yeah like you know like i don't know rush has their own collective like i i have lots of friends who are radiohead fans and many of whom are not
3: We've now ostracize the, the rush the rush uh <laughs> crowd from from Pete's podcast and we've now ostracized the D
0: D. Yeah. I don't
3: know no, if I any of have, those people. I still
0: does. have D&D friends, so we're we're all good with each other.
1: <laughs> I, I have uh have you ever I've never played before. No, have you done that? No? Never never I, I won't touch a twelve side. I guess.
0: tried like when it became a thing, I tried with some kids in my neighborhood and I sat down with them and I was like are we going to drink some wine or, you know, and that was the seventh grade. Like it just felt like we were supposed to be naked or I I don't know. It was just weird. Yeah. (laughs) Really weird. (laughs) It was like, how, how, how far can we take role play right now? Yeah. Yeah. You were too
1: too much of a tease for me. You may have been molested, (laughs) eh? Like, uh, to be thinking about that that way at a young age like that, is that a, we'll we'll save that for a different. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. We shouldn't probably do that. That's Sorry. That's my fault. (laughs) <laughs> that's a bad host that's a bad that's, host you don't you ask can, you, you, you don't accuse give us people the re- of being
0: you can give us you could give us the reveal all that yeah. save it for the live show yes uh, yes toronto you can
2: ask the crowd that night how many of you show of hands here how many have been molested yeah. in the ground
1: yeah. i'm kind of suspicious of this guy <laughs> <laughs> no i'm sorry um um, uh, no, I was like, uh, that you were saying Dungeons and Dragons makes, uh, it seemed a little like they was going to get a role. Did people wear costumes for that stuff? Or well,
0: no, just, no, I just felt like it was this level of intellectualism, you know, like that wasn't it being an experience in games and rush was kind of the same way. And oh, maybe, uh, you know, maybe the hip was too smart for the U S maybe
1: it might be, it might be but like, you but know. there's a, but I don't know how smart it was. It was like, there's a. It's an interesting thing because I've uh, only, because of this podcast, started, you know, you kind of reflect on, uh, you know, I was a hip. Like, I am a hip fan, and it, but I don't know if I'm associating it. It's just because they were around through a good part of my life. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I was young and having a good time, and every show I went to, or I could see them a lot, you know? So, they were at a lot of, like, festivals and concerts that I would get a chance to go to. They were and,
2: always on at the bar like whatever yeah. bar you go to they were playing hip you know
3: yeah they were like the the la they were like canada's version of x if you lived in la right tim sure because like playing. yeah right i know yeah. but X. you could like go to any club on a given night in the 80s and 90s and that band was playing yeah and they're yeah. still playing
1: yeah they're still playing And then i never seen a, the other thing that I think was, was interesting about the hip when you'd see them live is like, I've seen a lot of bands that would jam, you know, like, like they would like jam out a song. So it didn't sound like a radio version of it. Like, but, uh, the hip's the only one I can really say the vocalist was doing it too like, yeah. where the vocalist was jamming vocals you know and uh, exactly. so you'd go to see him at a show and he'd be like gibberishing up there you know while they were uh, like jamming something else out in the middle of a song and then uh, you'd go see the next tour and it would actually be a song that was on that album, you know? And uh, like, do you remember seeing that too? Absolutely. Yeah, I always called it breadcrumbs, right? Like it yeah, was like yeah. little breadcrumbs. And you're like, that's gonna be something. Like I remember Nautical Disaster before it was Nautical Disaster, yes. right? And then like, um, so like, uh, I thought that was kind of cool. Cause you kind of, I don't remember another band that kind of let you in on the what's to come, you know? Yeah. Like like, uh, mm-hmm. and, 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 and let you watch the creative process. Like the writing
0: process on stage, yeah. you know, as obvious Maybe, as maybe the, maybe the doors. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It, it, that's a good again, Jim Morrison, Jim Morrison did a fair amount of that, there, but there's not many. I mean, that was like lead singers riffing. You yeah, know? there's not, not many people are able to do that at all.
1: Cause it's douchey. It really like it has the potential to go a little bit. Yourself ag- aggrandizing you know, like uh, where it's like, look at me, I'm an intellectual, and uh, you know, even Jim Morrison and Gore Downey, they both kind of, their critics could could accuse them of that, of being a little bit like, you know, in their own head or like uh, too impressed by themselves. But I didn't get that impression from either of them because I liked them. Yeah, you know? me too. But <laughs> and I like watching the creativity of it, you know. But Doors is a perfect example because that would be the I would say the closest, which I never got to see them. Pete, uh, did
3: I did, to... P, did you have you? Because I don't know how much you, um, dug into the pod. But we, you know, one of the things that Tim and I have struggled with is that you know when we did the when we did the the pod, we recorded everything because everything's recorded up until this point pretty much. We're just kind of. Trickling the pods out leading up to the, the finale day. But like a lot of folks. Okay, like, yeah, you didn't fucking like my, you didn't like the third, my third. What the fuck is wrong with you? God damn it. <laughs> but it's, it's like, dude, we had a week to digest a record and then it was week over week over week over week. And like some of these people, like, dude, had fucking a year two years to like and have had their whole lives to get to know this band i think it's you know i'm not gonna blow smoke up my own ass but maybe i'll blow a little tim's ass um but we you know i'm i think it's pretty impressive because at this point now that we're kind of all done i fucking love this band i mean i've gone back and listened to the records we weren't super keen on and they're just dude they're i don't know what American rock fans were fucking thinking back in the day when this band was like pinky. I, truly, I, uh, yeah. I, I really
0: think that a big part of why they didn't quote make it in the U S which they did to a degree, they just weren't selling out stadiums. But I think a big part of it had to do, must've had to have been because of ill attempted marketing. Like, like when bands go on tour, there are people behind the scenes that are doing promotions in every city. They're hanging posters. They're giving away tickets. They're talking about on the radio. All of these things. You know, I have a buddy in LA who does this for a living, and I talked to him briefly about it, and he said marketing probably was marketing. Right, and, and I'm like, oh, you know, and in the labels that when when the hip was on with labels who weren't promoting them in the U.S., like oh, they're gonna play. In these six epicenter cities, we're going to sell out the sell more, maybe if all the Canadians show up. Sure, that was that was what happened. But man, if they were promoted more in a real way, like other bands on their U.S. labels, which I can't remember right now, I, I think they would have totally hit it. When they were on in my house the other day, I said to my wife, "If this was playing in 1992." I would have been totally into it because we were talking about bands we were into in 1992 and some of them like right now, I might've thought they were pretty good back then, but some of them right now I absolutely do not listen to. But if I would have heard the hip in 92, I would definitely be going back to albums right now. I I believe.
1: Yeah. It's uh, interesting. That's really all, but with both what you guys said, it's really interesting because I, it's not what I expected. Like number one, you've, just to let my audience know you've been th- you've been through the entire uh, catalog of the hip uh, which when you said it takes you time to process a tragically hip album i mean i remember like in real time when these things came out and we would uh, like line up at sunrise at midnight to get the new road apples or whatever you know and uh, but each album like road apples compared up to here and uh day for night compared to road Apple, or or fully completely you know there they were as soon as you put in the new album you were like uh ah, like this is this isn't as good as the last stuff and then you'd listen to it like a, a, a hundred times and then it would become your favorite album you know like it, 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 <laughs> it, would, it totally would, and i find jack white like i'm a huge jack white fan and it's the same thing with his stuff because he's pushing himself and he's growing you know and then it kind of takes you a bit to get your head around what he's trying to do and then after a while you start digging it you know um that's I, a
3: good example
1: and i think that's that's the kind of like I, you never liked the hip album when you first got it you always liked it a couple weeks later you know
0: like uh it- um Sorry, is that true? Is that true for you, Jamie? Were there any albums you just were like just had on repeat, psyched, go, go go go, listen to it 100 I I a hundred times a week?
2: I was in love with like from the moment I heard it. Like so, there you go. But and fully completely too. um Trouble at the hen house. The first time I heard it, I was like, I'm not sure about this. this but but you're right. It was it was it was different. They were they were. You're right. They they were growing, and I was stuck behind. Yeah yeah. Now that's like my favorite record.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like, like hands down. Yeah. And then, like I, uh, yeah, because, yeah, Up To Here was the only one I would say that I was like, I'm in. This is, everything's great. And then, the only thing is that a lot of songs kind of sounded similar, maybe. But But, uh, but then everything, I was comparing everything to Up To Here. And then, uh, and that's just, and then I just wasn't like like you said, I just wasn't developing. Like the, that's why it takes me a bit just to catch up because I'm slow. I'm just a, you know you're just a consumer. You're <laughs> being fed fed shit. You only know what you know, and then get something new and it takes you a bit.
3: But you also never know how long it's going to take. I had a I had a record. I won't even mention because it's just not even important. But a record from a band that I really liked, and when there it took seven years seven years it came out in 2007 and it wasn't until 2014 when i picked it up again and i literally thought this was the shittiest record i had ever heard and i picked it up again and it turns out being my favorite record and it was like like it takes time but for for what tim and i the gauntlet that fucking jd's put us through the last <laughs> yeah, oh, seven months like how many albums feel- there's 14.
1: 14 albums 14 or 15 yeah wow and then uh yeah that's crazy man that's crazy so the what what was i thinking oh you're uh, um you know david bowie's black star that album yeah last album yeah yeah same thing i was like you know i wanted ziggy stardust and i got black star i was upset and then uh you listen to it and you're like this is the greatest thing he's ever done this is man that
0: that album's incredible
1: oh yeah Yeah. and uh yeah and then it, the more you know like the fact that he uh he doesn't he he leaves on an open note like he doesn't uh he, he doesn't end on the huh? on the home note the
3: number no, yeah, the one
1: the one he doesn't end on the one you know that's a and he crazy. knows he's gonna crazy. die you know that's crazy
3: I'm that sorry. album it's funny because i i remember when i bought that album right when it came out right after he died because he, he died a couple days before my birthday because he died a few days after his birthday, which is January eighth, mine's the sixteenth, and I bought it. And I just didn't. I, I wanted to get it, and I couldn't. And then a friend, when I moved back to Spain, explained to me that it was. A lot of the songs are built on flamenco chords, Spanish flamenco chords, and I was like, "Get the fuck out of here!" And then I we listened to it together, and he explained it to me, and I was like, as a drummer of our band," and I was like oh, that makes sense.
1: And then the whole record made sense to me. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it took great.
3: years.
1: Isn't that great? Yeah. <laughs> that's a beautiful thing about music uh, or art in general, you know, like uh, no matter what kind of the, the art, the comedy is the same way. You can work your whole life. You're never going to know all there is to know about it. You're never going to, it's just so infinite in the amount. So, like, uh, that's what I like about it, About it. you know, like you can, you're never going to feel like you've got all the answers, you know.
0: You know, when you find art when you find art like that that's timeless that's 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 the best stuff I think you know yeah that's right yeah something you can something you can put on I mean just at any point in time it's just that's the, that's those are the keepers yeah I don't yeah. know if it will feel the same way Pete have you gone back to any any Bob Rock produced
3: albums <laughs> you know it's funny I haven't yet Tim but I, I really am looking forward to it because I think it's going to happen I think eventually I'll end up like sending a letter is Bob Rock's Still
0: alive? Yes. Oh my gosh! Yeah.
3: Okay. Then I'll send him like a, an apology letter and like be like, Bob, <laughs> "I'm sorry." Because there are people that, that
2: love "We Are the Same" now, and when it came yeah. out, it was pretty universally derided, and uh, there are people that absolutely adore that record now, and I'm I'm one of them. Like like I really did not like that record the first time I heard it. Like. I remember meeting Greg in the grocery store. We were doing fully and completely at the time. And I was like, so I did some pre listening and, uh, wow, every song sounds the same. It's all drony. It's, uh, you know, and now I think like depression suite is amazing. I love morning moon. Um, queen of the furrows is like w- weird and out there, but I, but I dig it, but it's not, it's not. It still doesn't feel quite like a hip record because there's no Langlois and, and, and Sinclair backup vocals. You know, it's 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 just different.
1: Yeah. yeah. do you hear that? Uh, th- I think it was at the Junos or something. The after Core Downey died, uh, Muse filled in, and they did... Um, it's a... Uh, she did a co- no, what not? It's not. I said the wrong name. Feist. Feist. Yeah, well, it was it like Feist? No, Feist uh, did the vocals. Yeah, and it was for it's a uh, it's a good life if you don't weaken. Yeah, it's a good yeah. life if you don't weaken, and uh, and but like when the background vocals kicked in, and then it was like then you're like, oh, this is the hip, this you know? Hip. Yeah. yeah. So and then because like, before it was just a cover, you know, and then yeah. as soon as you heard Saint Clair's backing, it was like, oh man, this is a. Uh, this is cool you know yeah yeah,
0: um, yeah i mean i was asking pete because this morning when amy was making coffee i was like coffee girl <laughs> it, just, it just happened <laughs> <laughs> so bob bob is coming in <laughs> Bob's hey he's knocking on the door
1: hey i was hoping uh we, so this has been this is really cool if you guys uh who are listening to this show? If you want to check out this podcast and see how these two people were converted to the ways of the tragically hip, um, uh, how can they find the show, Jamie?
2: Go to gettinghiptothehip.com dot com, and uh, you can, or anywhere that you find your podcasts,
1: you'll get getting hip to the hip and. This is going to all uh, culminate with a grand finale live show. That's right. In Toronto on September 1st. Yes, sir. And uh, people can get, and get tickets for the show. Same place, com, And uh, click on tickets and, uh, you know, uh, we've it got a great host for that evening. Well, thank you. Yeah, it'll be hosted by myself. And uh, we have a, uh, the finale of the podcast and you have uh, entertaining the audience of... Uh, was it 50 Mission Cap or? 50 Mission. 50 Mission, which is a hip cover band that will be playing. And where is it? The- it's at the rec room in Toronto
2: on Bremner, right across from the Skydome.
1: Oh, sweet! Yeah. It's gonna be super fun. So please check us out, and uh, we will be running a, a draw here on the Dutch Hall for a listener to get a free uh, free ticket to the event. How a, about a pair? A pair. Yeah. You can bring a friend. Thank That's you. Nice. And, uh, That's nice. Yeah, and and I cool. can even give you a ride if you want, if you're local.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> so we got all those things working for us, and there'll be details on that at the end of the show. But I don't want to keep these guys any longer doing
3: business um do, does this is the sky down where the blue jays play yeah, yeah. oh fuck that'd be cool if they're playing a, a game that, that they're right not, that they're, not they're out of town or we we'll take you to a game for sure I was hey p p I, I i've been wanting to tell you a joke man can we tell you a joke Yeah,
0: please do just after to do he's your done after he's done then Pete you play guitar to pete and Spain, so you guys could yeah trade. Uh, you have to okay, that that. trade, have to trade your fields. talents i know two chords
3: <laughs> so so you, you know credence
1: right you know creeds Clearwater, right yeah, yeah ccr yeah yeah
3: so do you know what the difference between um john fogarty and marvin gay is uh no i don't so marvin gay heard it through the grapevine but John Ooh. Fogarty played it through the great <laughs> yeah. Oh, cool. okay. yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> Tim, t- Tim just snickered at that one. <laughs> the, the, it's that one, one of my all-time favorites. Oh,
1: <laughs> man.
3: Don't tell that at the <laughs> finale, people. Yeah, I'll, let
1: it only if i'm really stuck i'm gonna i'll, I'll pull that one out of the toolbox. <laughs> 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 uh no guys i i want to thank you for spending this uh time with me and getting to for for uh, taking the time to get to know me and my audience um i really am excited about the podcast and i think it's gonna be interesting yeah i hope so you guys got you guys did kind of shit on them a little bit right the, oh yeah the, oh they, they, they don't hold back <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah but i think it is interesting to know that even some of the opinions that you held not so long ago may have already changed by the time the finale is going to be oh, for sure yeah totally. so totally
3: like,
1: yeah yeah that's cool man that's and i think that's a kind of a testament to why i think they're worthy enough to to still be concentrating on, you know, uh, is because this shit can happen, you know, like this stuff can really happen where people can be turned on to something new and it's new to them. So who cares if Gord's dead, you know, like (laughs) these guys never, you know, if you never heard it, like my daughter's a perfect example, her and the bass player in her band, the bass player in her band said, did you hear, remember when the hip came out with those new tracks. Yeah. And they were all like uh nineties era they were like road
2: applesy, yeah.
1: Yeah. They were great, you know? And uh my daughter's friend brought that to me and I and they're like, Have you heard this? And then they started getting into it and it was brand new to them. Oh, and that's so hilarious. like to watch my kids get into it what I was into is is really a kick. So like uh and then like I think that this is a great example of it. And uh one time I went fishing in BC and the guy was Australian that was like running our tour. And I asked him about the question, what in your country is the band that you guys would love and nobody else gets. Did he and say Midnight Oil? He did say Midnight Oil. Knew it. And I go, well, we all know Midnight Oil, you know, like beds are burning. And he goes like, fuck that song, you know, like you guys don't know Midnight Oil. If you think it's beds are burning, look into their back catalog when they're a punk band, you know? And then, and it was way different. Really? Way different and nothing like anything that made them popular, but it's so it's maybe, there's bands like this everywhere, you know, you can, I never knew about like all all that old good soul music because it never played on any radios that I got to listen to, you know? Like I just found out about Al Green like five years ago. Like that breaks my heart, (laughs) you know, where was Al Green my whole life? But, um, so there is a lot of good stuff out there. And I think this podcast kind of shines a light on that. So, uh, I I think it was gonna be well, we're checking out. So getting hip to the hit, check it out, everybody, Pete and Tim, thank you very much for, for, for the, for doing this for me. Yeah.
0: Thanks Pete. Thanks Pete. Thanks JD. Good to
1: see you
3: guys. Good to see you
1: guys. Yeah. And we will see, see you on September 1st.
3: Sounds great. See you September 1st. Can't
1: wait. All right. Take care, guys. Okay. I guess I'll just, now we'll just continue. Sure. Because I got this on record and then I'll just bash them together. And, sure. Because uh, we only did uh, 35 or so. All right. It was saying like I only had so much time left and then it wouldn't record or whatever. Yeah. That's why I kind of cut it. But I got, I think I got a lot. Oh, of I think en- he rolled it up. Nice. Yeah. And then I can, up, I'll nice just bookend like- it with the rest of it. Um, so, oh, I'll just do my sponsors quick, and yeah. then um and then uh, we'll do the ending, sure, okay, so. <clears throat> Okay, this show would be nothing without our sponsors at CleanFlow. If you'd like to support them, go to CleanFlow.com. That's K-L-E-E-N-F-L-O.com. And check out all the great products. Lube up your life with CleanFlow. And if you'd like to support our show, go to Patreon.com slash Dutch Hall. And uh, you can join uh, our queen, Jen Husco and being a part of Dutch Hall Royalty. And if you're a business that's looking at at any sponsorship opportunities, uh, you can uh, also look on Patreon and look at options there. And uh, every time someone on our show gets a little tight ass about what we're putting out on social media, I will put that on Patreon. There was one just recently uh, that Kevin made me not agree not to put out. So I put that on Patreon. And um, <laughs> we also have the one that Charters obviously banned us from putting out. It's on Patreon. So all the banned materials on there. So uh, it is well worth the money. There'll be content and you'll also get invited to special events like my 50th birthday show that's going to be happening in October. This uh, will happen if you join our Patreon or if you even are too cheap to do that, you can go and give us $5 a year. Just e-transfer that to the dutchhallgmail.com and you will become a shareholder of our program and shareholders get the same rights as the Patreon uh, supporters do, so uh, that's a way you can help us out as well. And lastly, hmm, oh, go support Johnny's show at uh, the Lazy Flamingo in House Village in Hamilton every Monday. Starts around uh 8.30, ish around there. Go to see Johnny at the Lazy Flamingo, and I will be headlining there uh, tomorrow. And uh, and that is it. That is all of our sponsors, I think. Oh, feedback. You can give us some, fuck. Oh, no, 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 that's not it yet. It's this one. You can give us some feedback at the Dutch hall or we are at Dutch Hall on Instagram. That is it for sponsors, uh, Jamie. That is it for sponsors, I promise. That's everything, and of course, hey, you got to keep getting hip to the hip. What? You got to keep the lights on. Got to keep the lights on. Exactly. Getting hip to the hip, uh, and the go get some tickets to the uh, grand finale, the Rec Room in Toronto, on uh, September first. Um, Jamie, thanks again for coming in. Thank My you pleasure. very much. It's been uh, really nice and. Uh, as I said, you uh, I've been watching you promote this thing. I've been watching you put it together. And the way that you have curated it, the way that you've cared for it, and the way that you've like put thoughtful effort into every step of it, it shows through. Uh, this is being done at a, at a high level, and I'm uh, really proud of the effort you put in. So Excellent. keep it up. And uh, I'm going to continue to support everything you do because um, I'm real happy to know a guy like you. So uh, thanks for coming in, buddy. Thanks for having me. It's great to be here. Finally. Yeah, finally. Yeah. Right. We yeah. worked it out. Yeah. So uh, everyone, that's been our show. 445. Uh, tell a friend. Share it around. Be nice to each other. And until next week, we will see you, NT. See you next Thursday. <laughs>
2: things and do this. I don't understand. Somebody told me the other day, oh, you need biofocus. I was like, I fucking got them. God.